Fly ball, left field, it's deep. And it is And welcome to Broad Street to Britain, a UK Phillies podcast in association with Pashyunk Avenue. As ever, I am joined by Ryan from Rotatrix. Ryan, how are you, mate? I'm good, man. In association with this is so official, Dave. This is this is so cool. So I've been talking to JP, the the founder, the owner of, of Pashyunk Avenue over here in the UK, and we are now partners with Pashyunk Avenue, and we are delighted to announce that. Um, and so we are going to run, Ryan, a competition very shortly um, to celebrate this wonderful partnership we have with Pasha Young. Ryan, how's your week been? It's been absolutely fantastic. I'm now just thinking solely about cheesesteaks and food. Um, so excuse me if I don't give you a full answer to that. That's really yeah. got me excited. <laughs> um, and you're, you, you must be fly out to the States this week, aren't you? This week you're out? Uh, no, so it's next uh, week on Friday is the day that I fly. Is that right? Or is it? No, it can't yeah, be. Like, yeah, it's a week tomorrow, essentially. Yes, that's right. Yeah. A week tomorrow. week tomorrow. Because right the, the Phillies, Dave, play the Dodgers, I believe, that day. Friday. But I'm probably yeah. going to sleep and watch that in the hotel. And, and then I'm going to catch the, the two remaining games against the Dodgers sort of Saturday, Sunday, before heading to San Diego. Best place. Oh, San Diego is awesome. It's one of my favourite places, San Diego. And uh, you're going to be out there with uh, Jonathan Young and, and Dave Lewis. So uh, plenty of pictures, Ryan. Plenty of pictures. Send them my There way. was a Leeds fan, a Newcastle fan, and a Crystal Palace fan, all attending a Phillies game in California. And I don't have a joke to end this. But, <laughs> but it's, it's damn awesome. <laughs> and if any of you guys listening are out there, and um, uh, but you bump into these guys... Say hello, be friendly, because um, it's. I'm so jealous, man. I'm so jealous. I I did it a couple of well three years ago now. I saw the Phillies in uh, wasn't San Diego. It was Dodgers, then San Francisco, and then in Phoenix, and uh, that was. And then and then to Denver, then to Philly, and then to Denver, where I then finished my trip and flew back home. I did a big four week road trip out there to following the Phillies round and. Uh, Dodger Stadium is such a cool place to, to yeah, watch. I'm to really watch excited for that. Yeah, I'm hoping to like bump into maybe like Larry David from Kobe Enthusiasm. That's that's my ideal scenario. <laughs> yeah, you know good. that would be fun. I know there's a load of celebrities there. I just want to see the creator of Seinfeld. That'll do me. And hopefully see uh, a couple of Philly series wins as well. Oh, the baseball as well. Yeah, and the baseball, yeah. you know. <laughs> now I'm just going for the celebs, mate. <laughs> no, yeah, the baseball, obviously. They'll be set up to be two good series because the Padres be are going well. The Dodgers are going to be, well, they're, they're probably the best team in the NL at the moment, but that, that's going to be a fun, fun series to watch those two. Yeah, really good sort of season to choose to go out west and spend the big bucks and do the big holiday because you'd have been a bit, not disappointed, but if you go in one of those seasons recently where the Phillies were sort of trotting John Mayberry Jr. out in left field and stuff, mm. yeah, you're not really that Dominic excited. Brown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, yeah, those are the days. Do- Dominic, Dominic Brown. Well, I know he hit some big home runs, just didn't 
you know, know them. how to do it very well often. <laughs> <laughs> right, so as we mentioned earlier, so that, by the way, guys, there is no podcast next week because I will be on my honeymoon. Uh, Ryan will be out in uh, LA, obviously. Well, just get ready to fly out to LA. So no week break. I know, I know, dreadful commitment. How dare we? How dare we have a life outside this podcast? But um, we're not next week. We, we're hoping because I'll be in the States as well the week after. So we're hoping to do one while we're both in the States, which should be pretty cool. We'll try and we'll try and sync that up. Uh, as I said earlier on, Pashi on Avenue competition. Uh, basically, what we'd like you to do, guys, is just follow, obviously, our account, follow Pashi Young, uh, Twitter account, and just retweet the podcast link, uh, which the, the tweet I put out with the podcast link on. Please retweet that, and you'll all be entered into a draw to win a fantastic Pashi Young t-shirt, which they're kindly providing for us to celebrate, like I said, the wonderful unite of us both. Uh, and we can't thank JP enough for, for doing that for us. So, um, yeah, please just retweet the... Uh, the link with the, the tweet, the link that I'm going to put out. Follow Pastor Young as well, and then we will announce the winner on the next podcast in a couple of weeks' time. Right, let's get on with the shows. Let's go into what was a fantastic Rocky series. Down low, ball four, his first major league walk. Pitches it high in the air to deep left center field. That one's going for a ride. It's gone. A two-run home. I wound up predicting 2-1 to the Rockies. You said 2-1 Rockies, Ryan. I did. (laughs) I didn't expect that because the Rockies have been improving. And I think, you know, Charlie Blackman was as hot as I said he was. He was still hitting well. Um, They had a few guys hitting well in Philly for the series. And yet Philly found a way to, wow, to get the the brushes out and sweep. And game one. I was just thinking, before that series, we haven't been involved in too many close games. Um, and yet we had three games against the Rockies, which was so close. Um, Irving kicked it off in game one. Now, we had just come off the back of a horrible series against the Brewers. And the start of that game was as if it literally carried on the back of that Brewers. We were slow. We were mundane. And that, for me, that whole game changed with Cole Irving's first AB. His first at-bat, 10-pitch walk. 
his first ever MLB at bat. And that just changed the whole complexion of the game because straight after, cut two, two uh, home run, two RBIs after that. Irvin settled down their pitching. And then uh, Harper then got a two RBI double as well. He got two hits in that game. That was the start of him warming up. And the whole, the whole atmosphere of the game just changed. The crowd got really into it. The Irvin finished on the line of six innings, five hits, uh, three earned runs, two strikeouts. Um, the bullpen held. Neris saved. Neris looks like he's now becoming uh, a, a good closer. And that game one, a Segura, three for four, five four win. That set the tone, didn't it? Oh yeah, I mean you, you're right. There's nothing that the fans of baseball enjoy more than a an unlikely top at bat from a pitcher, especially someone that's never been in the majors before. I mean, when I was at the game at home to the Braves earlier in the season, Jay Carrietta had a, an at bat where he, he actually wound up being out in the end, but I think mm. he struck out. But it was eleven pitches, and the, you could feel the crowd like, "Wow, this is this is great." We're getting the starting pitcher out of the game quicker than we normally would, and our pitchers doing it. So, yeah, that helps. And as for Neris, was was this the two inning save, Dave? Because um, he, he had a, a two inning save, I think, uh, or this week. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, um, he has, he has. I think it was it was the next game. It was a two one. So Aaron Nola. Now, this was Aaron Nola at his best. Gabe Kapler said this was the, the best of... Uh, this was Kapler's words. This Nola was the best of 2018 Nola. Yes, he was. He was absolutely fantastic. Six innings, eight hits, but got himself out of quite a few jams. One earned run, 12 strikeouts, uh, put his ERA down to 4.47. Uh, the bullpen held again, like you said. Neris six out save. Um, Dominguez still likes you struggling in that one, but we had the Harper bomb, the longest in the Statcast era, the longest home run at Citizens Bank Park. The crowd went crazy. I was going crazy. What a moment! And that was Bryce Harper announcing himself back in business. Mate, the swing is vicious, isn't it? I mean, you can see looking at his swing why he does have a problem with striking out a little bit too much because <laughs> I, mean, I tell you what if you miss the ball you sometimes look a little bit silly and you're striking out too much if you hit the ball and you hit it sweet with that sort of action that ball's going a long way that was almost downtown that that was um that's something that is impressive to watch it was absolutely impressive uh kingery came up um the day after williams sent down um, great to see Kingery back, back in the lineup. Um, however, Nick Williams sent down and, by all accounts, didn't take it too well either. He spent three days back home, uh, away from Philadelphia. Uh, he's just coming back into the lineup today for the Iron Pigs, and he'll go back to AAA this weekend. Uh, so that news came and it went to Game Three, as we just said. Kingery starts in centre field, and it was a seven-five sweep of the Rockies. Jared Eikoff. Um, was really helped out by the bullpen offense in this one because it was just a five innings, the four hits against him, but he was smashed for four home runs. Uh, all the the Rockies' runs coming off home runs. Uh, Eikhoff's ERA, 3.23. Bullpen just loving run, one run in the whole series. Uh, Nishek saved that one as uh, Nerith had the day off. Um, Harper. Two-run home run again. JT, who is really warming up now. He's In fact, JT's just hit a home run against the Cubs as we speak. Phillies lead 4-0. He got a two-run home run in that one. 
Kingry also came back with a hit. Um, but a man with no hits was Reese Hoskins, who is starting to become the streaky player that he was last season. Are you a little bit worried about this with Hoskins? Um, no. <laughs> Do, you want more good, good. <laughs> Do you want more detail than that? Uh, no, I'm not worried about Reese Hoskins. He's, um, his batting eye alone keeps him as one of the National League's very best hitters. When you got batting eye that good, when you got the power that he possesses, you know, he can afford to have uh, little streaks. And, you know, some baseball players do this. They, they they get locked in. And fortunately for us, when Reese gets locked in, he can go a two-week period where he hits 10 home runs. So that that's huge. No need for concern with Reese. He'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. In fact, he, he also has just got an RBI sack fly before that JT Real Remuto home run today. So that's good news. It's just a little bit frustrating with Reese because you want him because he... I will, well, every time I watch him, I want him to do so well. I want that consistency there. But you're right. When he is hot, you're going to get two, two, two and a half weeks of, of home run power. And then he goes back into his streaks. But he's still getting on base with some walks. He's still contributing. Uh, and then while, while he goes cold, it seems like Harper takes over and gets hot. And, or Hernandez or other players. I just wish it all just clicks together. That whole lineup gets going like we saw with the Brewers in the series before the Rockies. That's sort of... The lineup that I, I think the Phillies can get to. No easy outs at all. The whole lineup contributing the whole time. Um, but this was a fantastic sweep against the Rockies. 14 runs in the series, 10 against. Harper had two home runs, six RBIs, five hits, and just the four strikeouts. So that's coming down as well. Herrera also got no hits. We'll get to Herrera shortly. But that series for the bounce back from the Rockies was just exactly what the doctor ordered, wasn't it? Yeah, it was nice. It was nice to see there were different types of wins as well. Like I say the, the low scoring 2-1 the, where we ground it out. And then in that final game, the Rockies kept pushing. I think Ryan McMahon hit two home runs in that game. They were playing good baseball and, and still the Phillies found a way to win. So um, yeah, really impressive. I'll just say as well quickly, Dave, Last week, I was asked about Bryce Harper by a few folks, of, mm-hmm. um, yep. you know, whether or not we should be concerned and is he worth the money? Well, this week, you know, we're saying baseball is a long, it's the long game. You've got to play the long game. You you know, there are going to be periods where players frustrate you. There are going to be periods where you think, oh, wouldn't it be so nice if... Hoskins and Harper and Real Muto were all absolutely scorching this week. But, of course, I'll tell you what, if they all scorch at different periods and get us mm-hmm. to the playoffs, all we need to hope is that those guys get hot at the same time in October. And that's what we're really interested in. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. I've got to say, that's a lot, I think that's the last we see of the Rockies now. Um, but I'm going to miss watching Orlando. Because I tell you what, I love that guy. It's just something about that guy. He's, like, faultless. Have you ever seen him made a bad play at third base? Have you? He's just one of the best defenders that I've seen in baseball. I, I don't watch too much outside the Phillies, but every time I watch Arnando, that guy, he just looks cool as well. He's, he's got a bit of swagger. He's so damn good. He's good with the bat. He's that third base. He, he really oh. is a gold glove third baseman. You can see that sort of caliber. You know, when when, when I watch Franco, I think, Franco's good. He's, he looks really good. Then I watch Arnando, and I'm like, He's a, he's, he's a class above anybody else I've ever seen at fair yeah, base. I mean, Dave, uh, Nolan Arenado's absolutely outlandishly good. I mean, a guy that's hit at least 37 home runs in a, 
each of the past four seasons. Uh, a guy that has an OPS of 888 over his last um, over his whole career, sorry, it's 888. I mean, mm. that's not me advertising for the betting company in England, by the way, if any of that 888 <laughs> support. No, but seriously, I mean, even this season, 11 home runs already, nearly as many walks as strikeouts, OPS over 900, great defensively. Rockies are fun to watch because the offense is fun to watch, and, and really, that's what sells tickets, I think, in the modern era. And... and- that's testament to our bullpen rotation that we have swept this good offensive Rockies Rockies lineup, which what made the sweep what made the sweep even better because that's a good Rockies team. That Rockies oh. team blew us apart in April. The, so the hitting is the scary. I mean, they, they, what do they open up with? Like Blackman and Story and this new kid Rogers and as you say, Arenado and Tapia and yeah, this is no joke of an offense. So the Phillies did well to get the sweep. We did, and then we rolled into Chicago on Monday, uh, and we carried it on. Four wins in a row. Jay Carriata back in Chicago. Got a really good reception from the uh, Cubs fans. Uh, six innings for Jake, eight hits, and, and he got himself out some jams in this one as well. One earned run, four strikeouts. His ERA is now 3.77. Um, this was a wild one, guys. Dominguez. So good in his outing on the eighth, and then blew it in the ninth. I know there's a lot of people saying Kapler should never have thrown him back in. There was people saying Nishek tried to warm up but couldn't get ready. That's why he went back out. Um, Harper. Was Did they say there. that before or after he blew it? That's always the question. Well, I don't. I'm trying to get a gist of what happened because I watched the highlights <laughs> and it didn't show up. And I'm seeing a lot of things on Twitter that. And it's coming across that it's happened after that, that Nishek said he, he couldn't warm up, couldn't get ready. So that's why Dominguez had to go back yes. out. But also, Dominguez was so good and back to his old self in that inning before that he probably said to Kapler, I can go again. And, yeah, and, these he, are the, yeah, you're and, right. and in hindsight, if he had gone out again, and if he, when, he went, when he went out for that second inning, if he as good as he was in that first inning, we'd all be talking about now about a Dominguez breakthrough. Because two innings like that would have been, and I would be really excited to see Dominguez back. Sadly, it went the other way. Uh, blew the save. Thankfully, uh, say, um, Segura then tied us up. And then JT with a pinch hit, 10th inning home run, won it for the Phils. Uh, Nicasiel saved it. Cesar was three for five. Again, what a week Cesar's having. And then we went into game two. Lost. Two, three. This this series, by the way, I've got to say, and even the game now it's going on, it feels like a postseason series. I don't know about you, but there's been so many dramatic moments in this series. The crowds, the atmosphere has been brilliant. It's just had that postseason feel. Eflin, six innings, six hits, one earned run, two strikeouts. His ERA is 2.76. Um, we were so close to five wins in a row. Kutch with a huge clutch. Ah, two run, uh, two run single that gave us the lead in the seventh. But Nicasio or Nicasio blew it. Cubs walked it off, and I, I think, I think Ryan, I think I'm done with Nicasio. You think you're done? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're the only one. To be fair, um, wait, wait, listen, a, a decent career, a bit of a sort of failed starter, but sort of became a very effective bullpen arm for the Pirates. Um, 
I, I think the strikeouts are still there, but clearly there's a bit of a control problem. And yeah, it's not been great, has it? But um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not quite done. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe I'm still reeling off the frustration of that game because that was one that really got away. And it, he, but the thing is, he left, a, he left one right in the middle for him to walk it off, like We're clearly right down not. the middle. We're clearly not at the Marlins level, who have just won five in a row. I mean, Marlins, Marlins on fire. <laughs> yeah, if, we, if we could, if we could win five in a row, then maybe we would be at the Marlins level. But we, we just can't do it. We're not. We're not. Even the Mets are on a streak, aren't they? The Mets. Have, the Mets. Oh, they came back to beat the Nats as well. So they've won five in a row. Wow. But but we are winning four at the moment. We are winning four at the moment. So. That Todd Frazier's been at it again, Dave. I'll just tell you, yeah, he's been, he's been gobbing off at someone else, I think. That was a bit of a weird one. He, he's getting a bit of a reputation now, isn't he, for sort of just trying to wind people up all the time, I think. I don't know what's going on there. The thing is, I didn't... Do you know what? Everyone was writing off the Mets after that. And actually, including I, the Mets got swept by the Marlins and they have bounced back. They got a lot of injuries again. I mean, I know this is the Mets, but again, Cano's hurt, Conforto's hurt, um, Jeff McNeil's hurt. It's like the whole offense. It's absolutely outrageous. So I can understand their fans' frustrations. To be fair, it's got to be a bit annoying. But they're they're picking it up. They're picking it up again. We'll get to the uh, NLE's chat in a second. Actually, we'll have a little chat about the league. <laughs> Last night, four eight, uh, Cole Irvin, probably his second outing now that he's he's let a few runs go past him. Uh, he struggled last night, Cole Irvin. Cole Irvin, Cole Hamels. Oh, it was so hard to watch. I watched the first two innings and uh, I was like, it was so weird seeing Cole pitch against us. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I thought I'm going to bed. I can't watch. I can't watch this. Um, it's such yeah. a strange one, isn't it? It really is. Uh, Cole Irvin's final line, 4.2 innings, seven hits, seven earned runs, six strikeouts. 5.6 OERA. He has been sent back down, and Mr. Anderson Air Miles has been called back up because uh, they've been back and forth from Triple A to the majors more times than, than I can. I've never known anyone do so. Um, we actually beat up on Hamels as well. We did get three earned runs against him. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't capitalize on Chatwood or Ciszek, but I, I hope I hope we see Cole Irvin again. I don't know about you, but I'd like to see Cole Irvin give another chance because he has shown some stuff since he's been up. Yeah, I mean, the controls there. I, I worry that he is what might be referred to as a quadruple A pitcher. And this is a, a phrase for someone who is a little bit too good for triple A and will probably always be very good there, but perhaps not quite good enough for the majors. And the, the warning signs with him, as I was saying in the previous pods, is it's just too much contact. You you. You can't afford to, to give up this much contact to major league hitters because eventually it will bite you on the backside. And, and the problem is the Cubs are really power hitters, aren't they? And they, they lit him, they lit Irving up. You know, but uh, did, did was it Rizzo that broke the sign in outfield, the Budweiser sign? <laughs> you know, uh, Grand Slam from Amora. Uh, uh, oh. And the thing is, we led 3 0. You know, we were 3 0 up, McCutcheon again. Uh, home run, you know, what a week McCutcheon's having. It's been so many players offensively that had good weeks this week, and again, it was another lead that we blew. We've led in every single one of these games against the Cubs. Um, not only led, but led by a little bit, and we, we've thrown two of them away. I'm hoping today is not going to be the same because we're 4 0 up, but I'm no one's looking good, so I'm hoping we can continue that. 
Um, but this this series, we said before, would take a split at, at Wrigley Field. Chicago Cubs have started really well. You know, they're well in contention at the NL Central. So earlier on the week, I think it was Tuesday, I spoke to Mark Lewis from the UK Brew Crew about this second series and payback series, hopefully, with the Brewers. Right, I am joined by Mark from UK Brew Crew. Is that right, Mark? Is it at UK Brew Crew? Uh, yes, yes, that's right, at UK Brew Crew. Love it, love it. Great name, great name. And uh, and yet again, well, we've seen you for four games, uh, three too many, because <laughs> that series started so well. And uh, in fact, I'm glad we took one win off you because you yeah. absolutely muddled us. We, yep. we got, we saw what I was impressed with was your your lineup. It was just, it's how I imagine our lineup to be when it's fully clicking. Yeah. Because there's no easy outs in that lineup no. at all. And it was just, they punished us for every single error. Yelich is, is Yelich, you know. It's yeah, just, oh yeah. What a year that man's <laughs> had. I'm hoping, because we haven't, well, we're recording this on Tuesday evening, on 21st. So since then, we haven't lost. We've won every game since then. And you lost a series to the Braves, haven't you? With the yes, Reds we did, up today. Yeah. So I'm hoping. Yeah. I know the Phillies are up there. They've already spoken about this this rematch series with you, so I don't think they're going to make the same mistakes again. So this is this is going to be this is going to be a good series. You know, this has got a, a slight postseason feel to it as our series with the Cubs is at the moment. How, how do you, obviously your record's good at Miller Park? How do you see it going? Well, um, like you say, I mean, when we're on our day, we can beat everybody. Um, you know, no questions asked, and particularly at Miller Park, but. We're just we're again like last season, very hit and miss. So when things work, as you saw when we were at the uh, at the Phillies, and um, it, it we just fire on all cylinders. But when it doesn't work, we come into trouble, um, and and you'll see that we we lost a series to the Cubs recently because we could get people on base, but we just couldn't get the runs in. So uh, we're almost becoming a, a home run hitting team. So either we hit home runs and win or we don't hit home runs and lose. So um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those, really. It's, well, it, well, if, if it exactly fires, we we're, we're going to win. Yeah. So, well, against you. Know. you know, and the frustrating thing for me watching the game is that you beat, your pitching is probably the one, you know, your rotation, I think, is your one weak spot. Your bullpen's yeah. good. Your rotation for me. I don't think we didn't beat up enough. We didn't beat you up enough on your rotation, no, exactly, whereas you yeah. did the opposite to us and completely yeah. obliterated our rotation. Our bullpen was really yeah. good, but I, I think the rotation I've seen you once through know what they're looking for. I, I'm hoping it's going to be a different story. Um, other than Christian Yelich, who else has really stood out for the Brewers so far? So at the moment, probably the uh, the main man is um, Mustakas. Um, he yeah. seems to be. He's my, uh, he's my fantasy team. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> cursing you on that one. I was like, <laughs> how can I prize him away? But you know, I don't think it's going to happen, is it? Um, no. um, but yeah, no, he's he's obviously we brought him in to play third base, and we moved Travis Shaw over to second base. Um, Travis Shaw hasn't had a particularly good season and he's um, he's been put down on the, the injury list at the moment. So um, I don't know whether that's uh, just a, a precaution to try and get him to hit. But um, yeah, Mr. Ocas has come in and he's, I, I don't know quite how many home runs he's hit. It's, it's a fair few, it's something like nine or ten. It's ten, I mean, um, double yeah. now. Yeah, so um, yeah, so he's our second highest um, home run. So it's eleven, I think. Uh, Yelich is obviously on nineteen, but um, yeah, it's only Bellinger keeping up with him at the moment. So, um, but yeah, yeah, so so Moose is probably the biggest um, 
the biggest person that we we've got on our side really um and i'm glad that we managed to prize him back because obviously we had him last year um and let him go to free agency i think it was a, i'm still not 100 percent sure how all of these contracts work at the moment but um yeah we let him go and then uh, managed to get him back just at the beginning of the season so um yeah so he's probably been our, our biggest sort of uh hitter um braun and, and grandall as well have um have actually scored quite a few runs um braun does his usual i think scored most of his home runs against you lot didn't he <laughs> he's, he's a phillies killer yeah he is not no. liked in philadelphia no it well, he's he not is, liked anywhere um, really is he well he's no to be honest he's not i think he's more of a he's more of a brewer hero boy and a uh, one of those pantomime villains they where he goes yeah, he's, he's exactly, often boo yeah. but then he punishes us every time yeah and so, he's one of those um, every yeah. time we see him yeah well I mean the good thing for us is obviously Braun's on form and uh, he tends to bat behind Jelic and obviously with Jelic being on form Jelic gets intentionally walked a lot so uh, you intentionally walk Jelic and then you get Braun batting as well so obviously with him uh, with him on nine home runs already this season as well it is a pretty scary offence if it fires so um, and, and you guys look good at home I'm just looking at your record yeah your record yeah. at home at Miller Park is uh, 16 and 8 yeah, sixteen and eight, twelve. So your waveform is actually what's letting you down because you're twelve yeah, and thirteen on the road. Uh, are you at home to Reds this, at the moment? Uh, or you, yeah, so away? yeah, so we we play two games against the Reds, which start tonight. Um, tomorrow's game is a UK friendly game, so I'll actually go to get to watch that probably. Um, and then obviously we've got the three games against you. Um, and you and your your road. I saw the Braves hit twelve past you the other yeah. day. Yeah, and then they did their best to try and mess it up, didn't they? But we didn't quite have enough firepower to get back. But um, yeah, no, it's it's that's typical of our season, really. It's it's when it's going wrong, it goes wrong, and when it goes right, it goes really right, you know. So um, yeah, um, the Braves was a little bit of a weird series for us. Um, you know, we lost two games to them, um, and other than the one that that we we gave them a I think was it a twelve nil lead, wasn't it? That's um, right. And ended up right. losing twelve eight. You know, the other two games were fairly close, and uh, I think we we won the third one on a a, a Ben Gamble walk off in the tenth. I think it was. Super so, Ben Gamble, yeah, we like yeah. that against the Braves. Yeah, we need that. Stop, yeah. stop them sweeping. It's funny because obviously the Central and the North and at least are going through schedule clashes. Obviously, we've got you again, but we're also playing the Cubs at the same time. You're playing the Braves. Yeah. We're all keeping each other, we're all keeping an eye on each other's results. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and we're stopping all, the Braves all... sweeping you was uh, <laughs> was 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 good for us because we're two point five ahead of them. In your division, it, it's always close. You know, yeah. you the Cubs, Pirate Pirates are still in there. So yeah. Cardinals are starting to to drop. Yeah, um, they are. But if you look at our division, though, four of the five teams have all got winning records. So um, yeah, they, you know, they do. So it's such a tight division that you know it, it could be anybody's. It only takes one thing to happen for a big name to to pick up the wrong injury at the wrong time, and you you fall down to fourth. You know, it's it's such a tight division. It's unbelievable, and it it was proven last year that it was probably the closest division. Um, you know, I mean, the NL in itself is is more of a, a contested oh, it really um, is, yeah. the, than the AL, isn't it? So, by, yeah, by it's, it's really, really tough in there, you know, and, and the Cubs are no, you know, they're, they're no um, no bad side either, are they? You know, well, we're they're, always going to have to fight them. They've been on a hell of a run. They've started yeah. to cool off again. We, well, we've beat, we've just seen them off, but that game was a, was a thriller last night. We've got three more games against them. You guys have been tipped by many to possibly even reach the World Series again. You got so close last year. Yeah, we were one game what, away. <laughs> what do you feel 
what do you like what, in the trade deadline? Who would you like? To, who would you like the Brewers to go out and get to be that possible final missing piece to get you that extra step further? <sighs> to to the be World honest, Series? I I have no idea. I I don't know enough to be able to say we definitely need that, that, and that. Um, I think um, what Council's doing at the moment is he's experimenting with uh, four young pitchers. Mm. Um, some of them are paying off and some of them are, are a little bit iffy. Um, I think he started with Corbin Burns as a starter and he's put him back into the bullpen. But he keeps um, giving up big runs. So uh, you know he may well be dropped back down to AAA and somebody else brought in. I, I really don't know. I think we, we're kind of probably relying on our hitting again, uh, much like we did last year and not having big name um, pitchers. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's and, and you've got a great call. bullpen. You've got Hader in the bullpen, who is yeah, you know, yeah. I know, and, I, I and JJ Braves, as well. You know, so. The Braves have knocked him off, but you still, yeah, you have a bullpen there as well. How how would you see this series going? Three games this time, and thankfully we're done with you yeah. for the year. <laughs> I hope until postseason. But how yeah. do you see this one going? Um, I I can see it going. I think it'll probably be two one to us. Um, I just because we've got the home advantage. I think we're um, you know when we're at Miller Park, we're pretty good at hitting and and sort of staying on track. Um, it's it's the away games that we're struggling with. So I think you, if I we're both I... if we're both with our our uh, a lesser part of our uh, starting pitching rotation, then I think yeah, our bats are probably going to be slightly too strong. I wouldn't be disgraced if you beat us 2-1 because I do think you are a postseason bound this year and yeah, probably th- you know one of the best teams in the NL. Yeah, I, th- I think after after missing out by one game last year, I think you know they they have tried to to carry on that momentum. So I think much like most teams, you know, I mean, a few years ago we were classed as being in a rebuild. We've now got most of that squad together. We've got what two years possibly max to try and get the World Series. Otherwise, mm. we're back into rebuild again. So, yeah, it's, you know, we would hope that at the end of this season we're going to have a chance. But, yeah, it's still far too early, isn't it? We're, we're in game 50 of 162. When you say it like that, mate, yeah, we're a, <laughs> a long, long way to go yeah. with the trade deadline and all that coming up. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah. I'm going to call it... I'm, I'm, I can never back the fills to lose a series. Um, I'll, you know what? If we lost two one, I wouldn't be disgraced. It t- depends on the manner of how we've lost those games as well. Yeah. If they're close yeah. games, we've just lost out. Well, it shows already. But in a week, we've already closed that gap to you, and we yeah, have got exactly. it in yeah. us. Um, yeah. However, I think the role we're on. This is Tuesday. We don't play until Friday. A lot can change in between then. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say two one feels. And I'll tell you what. If 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 we did. Won a series against you at Miller Park. That would, that would be a real statement, and uh, yeah. expectations would slightly rise. Yeah, in yeah, our exactly. Fan base. Where can we catch you on Twitter again? Um, right, so yeah, so I'm at UK Brew Crew on Twitter, and I'm also the same on Instagram, um, which is a, a new thing that I've set up this year. Um, and um, I've also, for my sins, set up my own podcast as well, which uh, I, I released today as well. Yeah, probably. It's got one of those about it. <laughs> All right, Mark. Um, oh, which is uh, called Roll Out the Barrel. Roll Out so, the Barrel. Great name. Yeah. Love yeah. That, well, I love that. It was one of these things. I put out a, um, 
a thing on Twitter the other week uh, asking the Brewers fans what music uh, do they associate with Milwaukee, and pretty much 90% of them came back with Roll Out the Barrel. So I found the most Cockney version of the song that I possibly could with good old Chaz and Dave. I was going to say, I heard it, and I thought, (laughs) that's Chaz and Dave. Yep. So so obviously, because I'm from the UK, and because it's Roll Out the Barrel, you've got to have the UK version as your theme tune, haven't you? So uh, that's where it became, (laughs) that's how it became. So yeah. Brilliant, mate. Thank you. Hopefully, well, we're done with you after this series. So, yep. hopefully, the next time we talk will be for the postseason, mate. Well, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Okay, All right, mate. Mark. Thank you very much. Take All it right easy, then. buddy. Thank Thanks, you, mate. Thank you. See you later. And again, thank you to Mark Lewis for joining us. Uh, a good insight. He hasn't been a Brewers fan for too long. He only started following them about three years ago. So, he's playing into baseball as well, but he's started following the Brewers at the right time. By the way, Phillies 5 0 against the Cubs so far at the top of the fourth. Yes, it's all looking good. And we're really hitting John Lester. Um, McCutcheon just got himself another RBI. So this series with the Brewers, payback series, the players spoke about it before the club series, that they've got their eye on this Brewers series already. They are going back at it. They are going to put right what happened in Philadelphia. I, I would like to see, personally, it, there's no, as I said, to Mark, there's no disgrace in losing this series 2-1 because I think the Brewers are one of the best teams in our least. I think they are going to go deep again. They've got every chance of going deep again in the postseason. We've got Ikoff versus Anderson. We've got Ariata versus uh, is it Chassin? Is it Chassin that you say his name? Yep. And yep. Eflin versus Woodruff. Now, for me, their weakest spot is their rotation and I don't think we beat it. You know, we, we didn't take advantage of that enough in the first series. If we can, we've got every chance of putting this right. Ryan, how do you see this Brewers series going? No, I think you're right. Um, I don't actually, other than Chase Samu, I would probably never own in fantasy baseball. Um, Woodruff and Anderson are, are, are good pitchers. Chase Hannes as well. He just doesn't strike out enough guys for my liking. They're fine, but they're not... It's not a scary rotation, and it's not one I agree with you that the Phillies should be particularly concerned about should be looking to beat up on however the Brewers offense is outlandish I mean I, I'm looking at I'm looking at the lineup now um Lorenzo Kane, Yelich, Braun, Mustakas, Aguilar, Grandal hitting sixth hitting seventh is Keston Hiora who is one of the top prospects in baseball mm-hmm. yeah good about fantasy team and Orlando RC is hitting eighth and he's having a really nice bounce back season as well the the bullpen's pretty good, obviously, anchored right at the end by Josh Hader, who's nigh on unhittable and just strikes out everyone. So, yeah, it's not going to be easy, um, but there's no reason that the Phillies can't expect to, to give them three very good games. I'm, I'm hoping so. The players know that this series is a big one to put things right. And we, and we did it against the Rockies. We had a terrible series against them in April. We swept them. Now, I'm not saying we can do that. And even if we did lose a series, I just, like I said to Mark, I want to see some progress from that last year with the Brewers. I want to see us close these games up because the Brewers really did beat up on us. And like I said before, that Brewers lineup is, is that offensively, that's mighty. And that's how I see, hopefully, our lineup getting to when they all start clicking. Um, I'm, I'm optimistic about this series. Oh, do it now. Eikhoff Anderson that, That's a good matchup Anderson started the season well Ariata, if he can continue his last form Chasing, struggling a little bit 
Uh, and Eflin versus Woodruff. I think we're going to nick this 2-1, Ryan. I just got this feeling we're going to nick this series 2-1. Uh, yeah, potentially. I hope you're right. I really do. It'd be nice. It's always hard. I think it'll be close. Um, I think I'll be. I think I'll say that the Brewers probably just have a, a slightly better offense than us right now, and I'm, I'm not sure our pitching is that much better um, matching up against them here. So I'll say we'll probably take one of these three, um, and hopefully I'll be wrong, just like I was last week. <laughs> well, do you know what? I'll take them. As like I said, it's no disgrace. In losing two one to the Brewers, but it's it's a matter of how if we did lose it two one, the matter of the defeats. I would hope we were a lot lot closer to the Brewers this time round after seeing them once, and then that with the Brewers done. We're done with the Brewers for the rest of the season, unless we get to the postseason, uh, and then followed by the Cardinals, who we'll see again for the final time this year. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. By the way, guys, sorry I forgot to mention the Brewers games. We've got two day games again. 10 past 9 on Saturday against the Brewers, Ariata versus Chasson again, and 10 past 7, uh, Eflin versus Woodruff. So some nice daytime baseball. However, on the Saturday, it's my wedding day, so I am not going to be able to keep track of that. And the day after that, I'm going to be very hungover and not much track of that. Cardinals after Ryan. Cardinals, last time we're going to see them this season. Now, they've started to dip a little bit. Um, this is it's back at Philadelphia. This is a good chance to Possibly another series win, but maybe go one better, another sweep. It, it could happen, this one. Yeah, look, looks like we're lining up there against uh, Michael Walker and I think Adam Wainwright and Miles Nicholas. Um, of those three right now, um, obviously Wainwright was a fantastic pitcher in his heyday, but Nicholas is probably the sort of most um, haunted, uh, sorry, sort of... Um, feared of i said haunted he isn't i don't think he's haunted he's he's feared um so because he's got very good control uh, the offense is is good um i guess you might be able to say that the offense isn't there's elite elements to it sort of goldschmidt and de young and ozuna is a two three four that no one really wants to face and even though matt carpenter started the season slowly he's still a very good hitter um Jose Martinez is hitting fifth and also pretty hot, but I'm not sure that Molina now and Dexter Fowler and Colton Wong, it, it could be the case that the back end of this um, starting lineup now is um, not quite as good as maybe um, it, as the start that it got off to. In the last 10 games, as it stands, the Cardinals are three and seven. They've still got a plus 21 differential. Um, but their waveform is, is dreadful. As it stands, 10 and 14. They're a lot better at Bush Stadium than they are on their travels. Uh, so that's encouraging. But yeah, 3 and 7. The Royals in game one last night really beat up on Watcher. Uh, although we know ourselves that the Royals are, are decent offensively, but they're, they're very, very inconsistent, the Cardinals. And I, I feel on the back of a Brewers series, this, this is a good time to play the cards. They've got the Braves this uh, this before series before they play us. Now, the Braves are on fire. The Braves are good right now. Um, I, I think probably the Braves will be looking at getting a serious sweep there as well. So, back to the Cardinals before we head out west. Yeah, I'm I'm fancy. I'm going to say a sweep, Ryan. I'm going to say a sweep. Um, well, I'll say 2-1, Dave. I think they've had some bullpen troubles. Um, you can confirm that. I don't think their bullpen's been too hot. Even though I do like 
couple of the arms in there. John Brebbia is very good. Um, but yeah, okay, I'll say 2-1, um, and that would put me at sort of a dead even 500 for the week, I believe. So yeah, I, I, that would be okay after a good week this week. I'd be at 6-1, 3-4, 5-1. I'd be at 5 yeah. or 6 or 1. That sounds oh. really ambitious. Listen, there's nothing wrong with ambition. No, then. no. I, it's probably because I'm seeing the Phil's 7 up. Gene Segura has got another two run home run. 7 0 Phillies at the bottom of the fourth. Uh, yes! Um, let's go into some stats as we're about two months in now. Now, pitch batting wise, although the home runs are starting to warm up, we are 12th in the NL with 53 home runs so far. RBI wise, we are 8th, and that's rising now. Really? Uh, we're 12th in the NL in home runs. Yeah, yeah, 53. Oh, make that wow. 54. Or oh, 55 now, actually. So we're, we're after today's two. That's shocking to me. So, yeah, but they're starting to warm up. We were lower. We were last. Well, we were we were 14th. Just, wow. just had the Marlins a week gone. But now Harper's hitting them. McCutcheon's hitting them. Segura, Real Muto are all hitting some home runs. So that, that's now nicely rising. Uh, Pitching-wise, a lot better. But he's uh, currently fifth. In the earned run average, with an average of 3.99. Uh, in terms of saves as well, the Phillies are fifth with 13. The saves, the bullpen situation, Ryan, is looking like Neres is now going to be our regular closer. I'm pretty confident, more confident with that than what I was. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that what happens with bullpens is. Uh, yeah. You've got to, again, baseball played over a long period of time. You've got to look at the bigger picture. It was only last week that we were talking about a bullpen that in the week prior had given up like one earned run all week. And we were saying, wow, this is fantastic. You know, and what happens is I think you sort of blow a save here or a manager puts in someone that you didn't think should have gone in at that point. And once they blow it, then social media blows up into every Tom, Dick and Harry who thinks that he's a potential manager, you know, and that's not what you want to hear, really. Um, I'm not saying that Gabe is, um, you know, sort of fireproof of any sort of criticism because I'm not, he isn't perfect, uh, nor is any manager, by the way. Um, but I think in general this season, the bullpen's actually done pretty well, dare bullpen's I say. bullpen's done very well, especially in the last few weeks. I know Nicasio, Nicasio and Dominguez, Dominguez, ah, oh, just want him to figure it out again. He was such a joy to watch last year when he was on it. And this year, it's painful to watch him really, really struggling. And that blown save against the Cubs uh, a couple of nights ago was, and the Castillo as well, oh, it's just so frustrating. And I'm wondering how much more time they're going to give Dominguez. Uh, talking of bullpen, a um, couple of comments, a couple of tweets yesterday. Vince Velasquez came out saying yesterday through 30 pitches in the bullpen session he's not sure what his next step is but expects to rejoin the starting rotation when he returns to the injured list. Saying I know there's a lot of talk but that's my spot. I believe that 100%. Followed by an hour later Gabe Kapler saying I don't see it as a right. Uh, said to Phillies said, he said the Phillies view Velasquez as one of their 13 best pitchers and have considered using him in the bullpen. Kapler said, in theory, I love it. This, to me, is coming to a bit of a head, I feel. I feel either Vince will be put in the bullpen um, and either he's going to have to love it and accept it, or I can see him sulking. He seems to have his eyes 
back in that rotation seems to be a given right for him. And Vince has, and Cap has come out and said otherwise. This could either get it could work. I think Vince and the full Ben would work, but it could also get a little bit a little bit sour as uh, Vince has his eyes set on other things. What do you reckon? Well, call me a skeptic, Dave. I'm sure you will. You are you telling me that we have Vince Velasquez, a major league baseball player, sends out a tweet in you know saying that he wants to be in a rotation. That's oh no, he so, so, so he didn't say that. That's what he said to I think it was Matt Breen, the reporter. Oh, that's okay. What, so that, these, oh, I thought this said. was like tweet wars or something. No, 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 no. This is what this is what Kapler <laughs> and Velasquez have both said. Oh, no Matt, worries. Matt, Matt Breen's piece uh, yeah, tweeted yeah. it. Okay, so. Personally, I, I sort of agree with Kapler. I think that I think that the best thing for Vince would be to ha- get him to have some innings in which they're pretty clean innings. Um, mm. And I think that the best way to do that with a guy like Vince at this stage is to give him two innings here, three innings there, when you need him to come in and steady the ship. Um, I personally think that right now there are some other options that are better for us to at least have a chance at giving us some wins. Um and I got a funny old feeling that they brought Eniel de los Santos up, not for a long relief role, but to try and have a crack at a rotation gig. So my personal hunch is that de los Santos will probably get a shot in this rotation. The, although the other option is probably Nick Pavetta, who is absolutely on fire. I was just going to so. say, Nick Pavetta is due to pitch on Sunday uh, down in uh, AAA. But I wonder if they'll scratch that and bring him up. Um, I was going to ask you, do you think he could be the next one back? Is this the second rising of Nick Pavetta? Well, I mean, he has done what any sort of professional does when they're down. They they carry on and, and do their best. 1.135 whip through 37 innings in Lehigh Valley. Strikeouts per nine, 12.2. Yeah, that's filthy. Ooh. That means he's he's basically striking out everyone yeah. in his faces and more. So, um yeah, he's done everything he can, and the question now is: Do the Phillies trust him to um, to come in and 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 do the job? Because there were some scary signs earlier in the season, weren't they? I, I think that they will go with De Los Santos. I think he's earned the next crack. I don't see why he shouldn't be given an opportunity, um, but it could be Nick Pavet. We'll see. Interesting. Very. Uh, De-, De Los Santos gave away uh, another earned run. In his last outing last night, his ERA is not great. But let's see how he does in a starter role. Very different position, very different role. Before we get to player of the week, Adubal Herrera. Um, this guy is really going through a, a down, a downward uh, spiral at the moment. Just He looks lost at the plate. It's been a year since he had that on-base streak, um, streak um, sort of stopped. He hasn't been sort of the same player since. And... With Kingery playing the platoon, um, a double may find himself with less at bats and less game time. The way it's going, is is how concerned are you about a double at the moment? Well, roster resource are listing it as a platoon. So when when they do that, when they, they have a little blue symbol that comes on for the lefty and a little right one that comes on for the righty, I think, and then you go, oh dear, that's probably a platoon. So um, yeah, I. I'm always a little bit concerned with Herrera because he's got a bit of power, but not much. Mm-hmm. He's got a bit of speed, but not much. And he doesn't really have a great batting eye and a great contact skills. So really, he's, he's, I've always been a bit sceptical about him. Um, I am also, as you know, a sceptic about Scott Kingery. I, I, I like 
he has a lot more power. He has a lot more speed. Those skills are there. It, it, this might be a good thing for him, though, because um, forgetting the defensive side of it, I mean, it, offensively, it could be good news for him that the Phillies have really going to only ask him to play against lefties. So if, if he's getting most of his at-bats against lefty stars, then Kingery really could could tee off and we could see some really good statistics and that might do the world good for his confidence. Well, we're starting to, he got a hit, uh, he's got a couple, he got a hit yesterday, he got a couple, he's got a hit today already. Um, he saw four lefties in his rehab games uh, down in, um, down in the minors. So, he's come back, hitting the back at bat again. He's contributing and it is, I think, He's still learning to read the sack flies, the fly balls. He's still learning to read the fly balls. He's a little defensively that will come. Do you think, though, playing in the outfield will scupper his development as a second baseman? Um, yeah, I don't know. I know that a lot of people have this theory that you play in a position you're not used to, then it can hurt your offence. And I'm, I'm sure that's true. I don't want to pretend that I have done any sort of extensive research on that because I haven't. Could do, could do. Um, if they trust him to play out there, then I trust that they know what they're doing. His his main concern should be on learning how to recognise pitches at the major league level. And if he does that, then this can be a very exciting bat for a, a long time. Well, I think I think he has improved. He's taking a lot more pitches. He's not swinging as much as he was last year. That's something I've definitely noticed. He's 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 not first strike swinging anymore. That's something he did a lot last year that I noticed. And this time he's taking the balls. I think his pitch recognition has actually really improved. And he's starting to recognise his pitches. He's starting to pick his pitches. He's starting to make better contact. The, the signs are definitely there for Scott Kingery. Now, I like, like the Phillies are going to try and make him into this super utility guy, which it, I think it's a gamble. But I think it's not, it's not, it's like a win. It's not a losing gamble because he's getting more at bats. He's hitting the ball. He's going to get better as an outfielder. He's not a bad outfielder from what I've seen so far. Uh, judge it when the big plays come. If he has to make a big play in the outfield and misses, then maybe it will be a loss. But it's getting Kingry more at bats, which is currently really contributing to the team offensively. I don't see. I know a lot of people are kicking up about it, but I don't see. I don't see it being a big problem. I don't. I really don't. Plus, then he can fit into third when Cap Franco these days off. Fit like he is today, covering second base for Hernandez. I think it's good. But mm-hmm. back to Herrera quickly. I really hope Herrera does find his find his rhythm again and starts getting contact with the ball and starting contributing because I love his style. I love the way he plays. I love his attitude. I love his outlook on baseball. He's he's just wish and I just hope he gets it together again because the Phillies have got a short leash at the moment. And by the look of it, looking at the minors, there's some there's some outfielders in there who are starting to to look like they want to get into the majors pretty soon. And like I said, the Phillies got a short leash, and I think Herrera, if he doesn't start picking it up soon, could find himself under a little bit of pressure um, to perform. But uh, I hope that is down the line, and that's not going to happen because I love the guy. He's one of my favourite players, off and on the pitch when he gets going. I love his charismatic charisma. I love the guy, but I'm just worried for him. And I hope it doesn't get to that stage, but fingers crossed. So hopefully he'll break out of a slump today. Um, Player of the week, Ryan. Player of the week. So many candidates. I listed on Twitter and Facebook, Harper, McCutcheon, Nola, Hernandez, Segura and JT could have easily got on there. 
Ryan, who was your player of the week? Uh, I think I'd give it to Mr. Harper for, for silencing his many critics over the first few months. Yeah, Bryce Harper. I, I It's so hard. So, so difficult. I want it like Cesar. They've all had brilliant weeks. Nola had a brilliant week. JT, yeah. his bat is just hotting up beautifully. I think Harper. I'll go with Harper to break out of that slump. That bomb. To, to break out of the slump over the over into Ashburn Alley was phenomenal. Yeah, that was incredible. But Twitter, the winner out of 250 votes was McCutcheon. McCutcheon won it 35%. Hernandez was second with 29, Harper third with 28, and Nola with just eight percent of the votes. But all of them are worthy, and they say like JT and Segura as well. All of them are worthy that title. Uh, a few of the comments then. From Twitter, first of all, behind the plate it says player of the week, Real Muto. Uh, Vince Velasquez needs to be traded for an ace, but needs to pitch somewhere in short term to show he is healthy. Prefer that to be in long relief. I would use Neris, I'd rather use Neris as a closer than, than pay Kimbrell's declining skills. Uh, highs, Bryce, Bomb, Lowe's, the Cubs. Uh, although we split this, I'll be happier. But uh, Vince to be traded um, and Neris as a closer instead of Kimbrell. What do you reckon, mate? Um, well, I like the Neris comment. I'm, not, I'm interested to know which team is going to trade an ace for Vince Velasquez. <laughs> yeah. I... The way that's worded suggests that we're somehow going to get Bumgarner for Vince Velasquez. I know he probably doesn't mean that. If we could package... I don't think the Phillies want to trade Vince, if I'm honest, because I, I think you're going to find if he does become this bullpen arm, this multi-inning arm, I think he's going to be extremely effective if he stays a healthy. Oh, I, I, I think agree. He could be... Could be an absolute treat. Um, so yeah, I don't think I'd trade him, but to, to go and get an ace for something else, whatever that may be, yeah, I'm, I'm all I'm all for that. I think that'd be nice, wouldn't it? I think Vince would be a good addition to the bullpen. I re- I, I can see it working. Bring Nick back up into the rotation next. Put Vince in the bullpen. I'm actually a little bit excited about that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Oscar, um, we need to start to show we can bounce back. I was talking about the Brewers series here, I think. We need to show that we can bounce back from the last time we met, uh, but he's not so confident. He believes that Eikhoff, Arietta, uh on an effing on the mound. So the question is, will the offense or bullpen be the ones that cost us a game? Oh, he's a bit negative there, Oscar. Um, Bryce's assault on the Phillies record, says Segura. Um, 13, hitting, 13 game streak, of course, he brings up. Has he got Yeah, he got a home run today, so he's on 14. Fourth, oh, and by the way, by the way, Scott Kingrich has hit a double. So he's, nice. he's, got, he's got two hits in this game already. Uh, so brilliant. Brilliant, Good. Scotty. Um, yeah, Segura now on a 14 game hit streak. Fantastic. Uh, at Brett5355 says, I went with Cesar this week. I tend to root for the player that I feel is getting the bum rap on from online experts. And to me, that this calls Cesar to be benched or traded were uncalled for. I would be happy with a split in Chicago. These teams are very evenly matched. Yeah, I agree with that. Cesar is usually at the brunt of criticism if things start going wrong. He has been called to be benched and traded this year, and they were uncalled for. And he's, he's pretty, yeah, again, he's had a fantastic week again and still proving everybody wrong. He's fantastic, isn't he? I don't know. I've said all along, there's four home runs, three steals, 
uh, nearly as many walks as strikeouts, hitting over 300, OPS over 800. That They're all like career numbers. I don't... <laughs> he's doing everything and more that you could possibly hope for from Cesar Hernandez. And by the way, all these calls are trading him. I wouldn't trade him. This guy is too valuable to our offense at the moment. I wouldn't. I know, and I know his defense has really let him down this year, but I think he'll figure that out. I think he'll figure it out. I, you know, don't trade. Don't trade Cesar. Please they're, don't trade Cesar. They're not Cesar. going. You don't need to worry. They're not don't going to. Don't do it. Um, Matty One Iron says McCutcheon was clutch all week. Uh, big timely hits, as proven today as well. Although Harper's blast into Astrid Alley is, is one in a lifetime. I stick by what I said last week. Vince would be good for the pen. Plus, if a starter struggles, they have a veteran Santos who can be given a look. Pretty much echoing what, what you said there already. Yeah, um, absolutely. The Brazilian hitman Lucas Moira <laughs> says JT. Jeffrey Branch has got a roll with McCutcheon for this week. As for Vinny, he's tailor-made for the bullpen since he can empty the arsenal for just one inning. Then there's Kimbrell. He'd certainly be nice to have and he might be needed. I think everyone's waiting to through after June so they haven't got to give up a draft pick, haven't they? And I could see a frenzy going on Kimbrell, but I'm not sure yet. I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure about Kimbrell, where we should go. What about you? We'll see. I, it depends on the number and depends on the number of years as well because you don't want to end up with an arm that withers away and you've paid him way too much. I think the, Bra- um, the Braves are probably going to be interested again, aren't they? Because I don't think the back end of their bullpen's particularly lighting it up right now. Although, I was excited to see Sean Newcomb get a save this week. Did you see that? No, I, I did. I did, mate. He could uh, be a, a nice sort of closer. Which makes you think maybe Vince eventually could be a, a closer. What do you think about that? Hmm. I'm getting ahead of myself. I might be getting ahead of myself. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about that at all. That's in... Yeah. Let's... Seems like you would want him for more innings earlier in sort of relief, but these are the sort of guys that Sometimes their career just develops in a in a different path. Now, Ryan, this is all down to me. A double Herrera, it's just come up on my game by game, has got two RBI, uh, an RBI. He has hit a nice little. Uh, he's got out, but he's hit an RBI. So now his comeback begins now. I'm sure Odubel Herrera will be delighted he, to hear he that. He just knew. He just knew we were talking about him. He just knew. This is all down to Dave Shaw from UK. I'm Films. claiming this. I'm claiming that. RBI is on me. <laughs> Thank me later, Odubel. Um, Brian MacArthur says, since the bullpen is the hottest topic presently, what should the Phils do? RE bullpen. We just covered that. Listen, there is no bullpen in the major leagues that doesn't have the odd meltdown. This is a 162-game season. They've just had a really good two-week period, this bullpen. I can't stress this enough to people. And, still, and, and it's still gone strong this series. It's just oh. Dominguez and Nicasial who have been the blips. The bullpen. So people, you're not going to get a perfect sort of... They're not going to come in every game. and like when you, Every game you lead, you're not going to win. That, that's not how baseball works. It's, it's not... Same. Exactly. And uh, Fivior says player of the week is Harper. He had a game-winning hit in each of the Rockies games and continues his fantastic defense. Yeah. Um, that play in the Cubs game to get, was it Rizzo? I think it was Rizzo out. Uh, what an assist. And McCutcheon's done the same as well. There's been some, there's been a couple of really, really good assists uh, lately from the outfield. McCutcheon and Harper. Yes, yeah, spot on. Really. And all that, oh, Harper can't defend before he got here. Yeah, all right. 
All right. I think he, he showed otherwise. Yeah, he really has. Facebook, Harper was a landslide. It's, it's weird how Facebook, which is predominantly more where the UK fans are on, always vote different to the predominant US fans over in Twitter. It's really interesting. Harper got this one. Jim, Jim McCall Hatton said, a double is up and down. Who knows? He needs to figure it out, though. Kingery needs to be in the infield. Uh, he's not got the experience to be a consistent centre forward. Centre forward? <laughs> centre field. Um, I'd put him at third right now. Franco is struggling. Yeah, that's a point. Franco's gone a, a little bit off the ball. And if it wasn't for his good start, I think we'd be... I think, I think Franco's got a free pass at the moment with his good start he's made this season, but he's just dipping down slightly now, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's not as hot as he was, is he? Um, yeah, he'll get a little pass, but um, yeah, but looking at the season numbers, other than the sort of power which is there, it's not been overly impressive, has it? So uh, he's taking his walks, though, and um, hopefully he'll uh, he'll get hot again. And, you know, he's hitting out. The Phillies know that he's probably not their uh, their strongest bat, and that's why he's you know down there. Zach Campbell says I was going to post on Monday. Um, you should probably call off the poll this week. Harper is in in a blowout. The bat, the throw to the plate, still walking. I don't think it's possible for Kingry to kill us in the field more than a Dubois is at the plate. True, uh, it's been a full calendar year now since him hitting about two two zero. Yeah, yeah, it's concerning. Um, I made my thoughts known on the pitching. Nishak is dead to me. Um, but also there is no excuse for having four guys unavailable in a game. Gabe needs to set it up better. Morgan needs to go against more than one per batter per game. Please get Campbell. Do you think Gabe's getting the bullpen situation right so far, Ryan? Um, well, gen- uh, generally speaking, Yes because we've won a lot more games than we've lost, and that pretty much shows you that he's not managed badly. One of the things I was... I mean, I'm not saying that the point that was made there is necessarily inaccurate, because maybe there are things that Gabe could have set up differently, and, you know, it seems as though Nishek has pretty much said he's not going to pitch in back-to-back games. The Phillies must know what whatever Nishek requests or wants or feels like he can and can't do, the Phillies will know all of this. So if, if they thought that Nishek was, you know, some sort of useless piece of rubbish, they, they would have got rid of him a long time ago. So they obviously value what he brings and they must know. Um, otherwise, there's a communication issue there. Um, so that that would be concerning if, if they didn't sort of communicate those yeah. things with each other. No, I... I think they've got it right so far. Um, it's interesting that this season we haven't really had the the Gabe is the worst manager in the history of the game. Gabe is this. Gabe last season was like tiresome, wasn't it? It was yeah, almost it was. like you just wanted to leave social media because you would just sort of um, you know you'd stop eating and go to bed at nine o'clock because you'd you'd be so down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, Ryan. Let's let's get into prospect watch with Rotor Tricks, Ryan. I know Hazley and Boom are absolutely lighting up in the, in the minds at the moment, but who you got today? Um, yeah, those guys are, are absolutely on fire, aren't they? So Boom's over 1,000 OPS right now this season, which is absolutely Mental. crazy. But, yeah, crazy. So I'm going to talk about uh, someone who is in AAA currently, and uh, 
Uh, I am going to almost certainly announce his name um, completely wrong. Um, a Dominican catcher called Davy Gruon. Now, Davy is D E I V Y, so it could be D V um, or a Divey. Well, I'm going to say Divey sounds like Jack Grealish, doesn't it? I'm going to go with Davy. Um, Davy Gruon, 23 year old Dominican catcher. And the interesting thing about this guy is that the plate skills don't seem great. He strikes out way too much, doesn't take enough walks. He's a little bit in the Jorge Alfaro mold, though, in that he's showing really, really, really good power. Like, mm. he hit 21 home runs last season in only 350 plate appearances. Mm. He's hit seven home runs this season in only 141 plate appearances, and that's in Lehigh Valley. Now, the reason I bring this guy up is because you can sort of stomach some of the plate concerns if a catcher's got really, really good power. And especially if that catcher potentially will be your backup catcher. Because yeah. and what I'm getting at here is as we get closer to the postseason and hopefully the Phillies will be a part of that, it might be an idea for the Phillies to bring up Gruon um, in place of Andrew Knapp, who isn't a great offensive guy, because Gruon could then be an option off the bench, um, a really good power bat and always give the fear to the opposition that hang on a minute, better be careful here because this pinch hitter can knock one over the fence. Whereas you never really feel like that with um, Andrew Knapp. Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. in general, when, when you spell Real Muto later in the season, Gruon could be that guy again, that's in the lineup on one or two days a week. And the opposition think, yeah, we, well, you know, this is a, this is a serious hitter. Be careful. So, yeah, I, I want you to take a note of the name Davey Gruon. I will add him to the list, Ryan. Add him to the list. Um, Dylan Cousins out injured, uh, so he had an operation in the week. So, uh, uh, so it went successful, which is good news. So hopefully he'll be back in the back up there in the lineup uh, in there down in AAA soon. Um, Ryan, that's it, mate. That will that wraps up this week. That wraps up episode eight. The Phillies are eight three up on the Cubs. The Cubs have got some runs on the board, but hopefully we can hold on. Split that series with the Cubs takes us into the Brewers. Ryan, have a fantastic trip out there in America, in LA and San Diego. Say hi to the guys, um, Ryan, um, Dave, Jonathan. Uh, who else is out there? Just Your good friend, friend Greg Murphy, probably. Yeah, hello to Greg. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and guys, if any of you guys are out there as well, say hello to these guys. Um, get in touch with them on Twitter. Ryan is at, at Rotatrix. Um, guys, again, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please uh, leave a nice little rating and subscribe and spread the word. Ryan, any final thoughts? My final thoughts, Dave, are I, I hope that you have a fantastic wedding, mate. And I, I'm really happy for you and, and for your uh, wife-to-be. And I, I just hope you have a great day, relax, and, and the Phillies win, even though you're not watching while that all goes on. So, you know what, mate? Congratulations to you before it happens, and uh, may you be very happy for the rest of the time. Mate, thank you very, very much. I am really excited. I'm sort of switching off from baseball after tonight. Um, yeah, pretty much for the rest of the week actually because it's going to be fully focused on the next week ahead so thank you so much mate i will catch up with you in a week's time no no uh, podcast next week so we'll have a week off and then we'll both be in the states seeing the phillies which is also just as exciting um so ryan have a great trip mate and uh, i'll catch up with you soon buddy thank you Don't for listening, guys. miss me too much mate ring the bell ring the bell ring the bell